This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Zneimer on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Following up on a story discussed on the show yesterday, late yesterday afternoon, Police Chief Mark Saunders quietly withdrew the application to allow the police to march in uniform in this year's parade. The reason? The hurt and suspicion surrounding the investigation in the Bruce MacArthur serial killer case. Sue Ann Levy, columnist with Sun Media, is calling that a cop-out. And Sue Ann is with us now. Hi, Sue Ann. Hi there, Libby. How are you? Fine. How are you? Good. Well, did it surprise you that uh, Mark Saunders just withdrew the bid to have the police march in uniform? No, and uh, John Tory, Bear John Tory's uh, back, uh, you know, caving around all this whole issue didn't surprise me in the slightest either. Um, I think that Black Lives Matter always, in- I'm sorry, Black Lives Matter, that was a Freudian slip, wasn't it? Uh-huh. I think Pride always intended uh, not to let the co- cops march in the parade this year. Uh, but Vancouver has already banned the cops, and God, you know, Toronto is the center of the universe, so I don't think they were going to let Vancouver do it without them doing it. So uh, I wasn't the least bit surprised. This was the eureka moment. They found a, a way to uh, explain a, a way banning the cops without, you know, it coming back to haunt them, or so they think. Well, um, uh, this is just an impression. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but it, it seems to me that the uh, the issues that people in the gay community have with that investigation are are uh, a lot broader, that more people share those issues than, than have issues with the cops marching in the parade. Am I correct? Yeah, well, as I pointed out, and I didn't really name the investigation, but, you know, the cops didn't do a great job on the Honey and Barry uh, Sherman uh, case either, on the, you know, initially calling it a uh, murder-suicide, which was beyond all reason, and then finally, you know, being dragged kicking and screaming into saying that it was a, a double murder, perhaps a contract hit, because the family went and hired its own private investigator. So, I mean, the, the cops' uh, murder uh, solve rate is only at about 40%, so it impacts on many communities. And, um, you know, to uh, single this out, I, I, I firmly believe that it, it was a cop-out. Uh-huh. Uh, so it was a cop-out on whose part? Did they, it was just an excuse by the, yeah, the Pride? It, it was a, a cop-out on the part of Pride. It was a cop-out on the part of the mayor. Because John Tory told me, um, and I, I wish I could find the tape, but he told me when all of this flared up last year that he was going to be, he was determined that the cops were, they were going to resolve this, they were going to have conversations and discussions. Over the last nine months, they apparently have, and uh, he was determined that they were going to march in the parade this year, and he even alluded to the fact that they would be cut off their funding if they didn't, their city funding. Mm. So, you know, this 
like I said, this is all a convenient excuse, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, let's get into the funding, because you made note of that in your column, mm-hmm. uh, that, that Pride Toronto lost a lot of money last mm-hmm. year, and that you believe it's because of the cop ban. I think that had a large, uh, a large influence on, um, certainly, you know, if you look at the statements, which I actually took a second look at yesterday, their uh, audited statements from last year, Donations were down from seven hundred or eight hundred thousand to one hundred in the one hundred thousand range. Their sponsorships were down uh, from two point something million to one point five. Um, that's the you know that tells the tale. They lost one point three million dollars, which doesn't seem like a lot in the grand scheme of things. You know, if we're talking about city business, but this is a small organization that survives mostly on you know participation and grants and sponsorships. And um, they had to eat up their entire rainy day funds that they had been squirreling away for many, many years of 850000 and they were still left with a deficit. So I have no idea whether they've actually managed to raise the money to pay off the 450000 that they... But, you know, to me, you don't mess around with this sort of thing, and you want to make doubly sure that this year that, you know, everybody is welcome to participate and there's no stench over the parade. Uh, well, uh, isn't it run, I mean, I'm the, just as an outsider, um, you know, it, people who are pretty radical are running the organization. Uh, yes, definitely a fringe element. And, you know, you, we haven't heard a whole lot but from Black Lives Matter as of late, but, I, you know, they installed, because I was at the annual general meeting in November, um, and actually publicly criticized for saying the cop ban had a lot to do with their finance, uh, fiscal freefall. But they p- installed all their like-minded people on the board. They all supported Black Lives Matter. So they don't have to say anything now because all these people are doing their bidding, as is, I believe, uh, Olivia Nuama. So it's a real fringe element. They've created uh, uh, divisiveness in the community. Uh, and I know that because I hear from a lot of people. Okay. Um, so the other question is, though, is this going to affect the public money that they get? Now, I gather the mayor has <laughs> said, well, since everybody came to an amicable com- conclusion, you know, City Hall should give them their money again. Well, I think they had no choice but to come to a... I mean, the the, the, co- uh, the police chief had no choice but to back out. So, I mean, I'm not so sure it was amicable. He was kind of backed into a corner. Um, and, uh, yeah, so City Hall, it's an election year, at Libby. You know darn well that these people are not going to have the cojones to actually cut them off from their funding. You know how the left at City Hall will go crazy, led by Kristen Wong Tam. She went crazy last year at the thought of it. So that's not going to happen. Uh, and I believe that uh, Ms. Wynn will give them whatever they want before she, you know, before the election on June 7th. I was going to say before she crashes and burns on June 7th. And not um, entirely clear that that's going to happen? No, it's not entirely clear. It isn't. However, um, I, I, it, election years are both of them, so they will get government grants. But the big tail of the tape, so to speak, is whether people will attend, whether they'll get donations. They were avidly or rabidly trying to collect donations um, in November, and I have tried many times to speak to Ms. Nuama about how they're doing with their fundraising, and she won't speak to me. I was banned from a consultation 
session that I tried to attend in January. So that's exactly how they feel about people who ask. Even, you know, right of center gay people who ask questions. Well, yeah. Um, okay, let's let's uh, let's hear from Keith in Stouffville. Hi, Keith. Hi. Uh, how are you, Libby? Fine. How are you? Great. I'm, and it's nice to talk to Suzanne too. There. That sounds good. Um, what I wanted to ask you was both. What would you think? You know, I'm talking about the police department. And uh, what would happen if they went down that in the village area? You know, where a lot of the gay community is, and was in at the restaurants or in the bars. This is before, you know, they, it just came out about them, this MacArthur, and they were, you know, around sniffing around trying to find, you know, asking people, you know, different questions and things. Would that would that have uh, would there have been an uproar about that, or would they have been upset about that? I don't know about police being undercover yeah, in undercover. that investigation. Yeah, Sue Ann? I don't think so. I mean, you know, I think the truth lies somewhere in between. I think I've heard that you know from the police that they were uh, the gay village wasn't that cooperative. They didn't come forward with tips. Heard from the gay community that you know they were ignored. Um, so I, I, like I said, I think the truth lies somewhere in between. I just know that the, you know, the police murder solve rate has been pretty low, and uh, I'm not impressed with the uh, homicide people. I understand that a lot of really senior people have left, and there's, you know, new people who aren't as uh, seasoned. So I think they've got a problem in homicide. But, you know, that aside, that aside, you don't punish all cops by doing what Pride has done. Okay, thank you. Okay, um, so uh, Sue Ann, uh, wrapping things up, uh, how do, wh- what, what happens next? Uh, if, if there's a really a big shortfall this year again, uh, does, does the leadership of Pride get turned over? I mean, what, what happens next? Well, one would hope, I was, you know, I think it should have happened last year at the annual general meeting, but like I said, they were in total denial. They blamed everything but the cop ban. It was absurd, actually. I felt like I was sitting in this surreal world. Um, and, you know, as long as governments continue to prop them up, we'll see what happens with the sponsorships. But I think they're going to take another hit this year. I predicted. I predicted last week that the cops wouldn't march. So, um, you know, I'm not a soothsayer, but, I, you know, I can just see where this is heading. And it's not heading in a good direction, Libby. Okay, well, uh, I'm sure that it's going to come up again as an issue, and as always, <laughs> thanks so much, Sue Ann Levy. I will Ann stay Levy. on the story. You will sure. stay on the story, Sue Ann Levy, Post Media Columnist. Thank you. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, we're going to take another break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about a 300-year-old tree. Uh, it's threatening a house. Should the city step in and buy it? Maybe turn it into a parquet? We'll have that when we return. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads. Idea City on the air and The Garden Show.